0: <Sessizlik> Hazreti Resûl-i Ekrem ben Ebe-i Muhterem sallallahu teâlâ aleyhi ve sellem Efendimiz Hazretlerinin Aziz Pak Münevver Mutahharu şeriflerine salavat-ı şerife getirenlerin ahir ve akıbetlere hayır ola. Âl-i Azvâce-i Tahirat-i Evlâd-i Resûl-i Ashab-ı Güzin Efendilerimizin seyrem Azam ve Resûl-i Ekrem Haziratinin Ervah şeriflerine Pirimiz Bilal-i Havşi radıyallahu anh Efendimizin Mihmendari Resûl-i Kibriya Ayyub-i Sultan Halid ben Zeydeb-i Ayyub-i Ansari radıyallahu anh جامشیدان حاج محمد بہاتی نقش بند المحاری مولانا جل رومي مولانا زیاد الدین بادادی صاحب الزمان قبلة الاسلام شیخ مولانا محمد نعظم آدر الحقاني صاحب سیف شه عبد الکریم کبری سیرا بانی قدس اللہ اسارہم حضراتن ارواح حادم ان الحرمین شریفین سلطان سلیم ابل فاتف المغازي فاتی سلطان محمد خان وسردار ہاکان سلطان عبد الحمید خان جنت مكان فردوس عاشن حضراتن ارواحنا بااون عنایت نے خصوص vesi bu bugün katran içerisinde gelmiş geçmiş imam muazzem kayyem cemaatinin vekafe için Allah rızası اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى سيدنا محمد الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر لا إله إلا الله Asheru an la ilaha illallah Allah anna Muhammadan Rasulullah Asheru anna Muhammadan Rasulullah Hayya ala salat Hayya ala salat Hayya ala al ايها الفلاح الله اكبر الله اكبر لا اله الا الله
1: الحمد لله الحمد لله الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاه والسلام على رسولنا محمد وعلى اله وصحبه اجمعين بسم الله تعالى ونصبر شر ولا الله وحده لا شريك له ان سيدنا محمدًا عبده وحبيبه ورسوله صل الله عليه آله على 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 علي. وعلى اله وصحابته من على المؤمنين ابو بكر يا المؤمنون all praises are due to Allah, Lord of the worlds All praises are due to Allah who says in the Holy Quran in Surah We created you Will you then admit the truth? Have you seen the seed which you admit? Did you create it or are we the creator? We have decreed death among you and we are not to be outrun. In that we will change your likenesses and produce you in that which you do not know. And verily you know the first creation. Why then? do you not reflect? Have you seen the seed which you sow? Is it you that make it grow, or are we the cause? If we willed, we could make it into dry powder, and you would remain in wonder, saying, Indeed, we are now in doubt. Truly, we have been deprived. Have you observed the water that you drink? Is it you who bring it down from the rain cloud, or are we the one who brings it down? If we willed, we verily could make it bitter. Why then do you not give thanks? Have you observed the fire which you ignite? Is it you who produce its tree, or are we the grower? We, even we made it a reminder and a comfort for the dwellers in the wilderness. Therefore, your Muhammad praise the name of your Lord the Supreme. Then I swear by the places of the stars and truly that is a tremendous oath if you only knew that this is indeed a noble Qur'an in a book kept hidden which none touch except the pure a revelation from the Lord of the Worlds Sadaqallah May peace and blessings be upon the pride of creation, Sayyidina Muhammad a. In the holy month of his Mawlid, we must praise him and let us praise him with the words of a holy Ottoman Sultan, Sultan Ahmad I, the murid of Aziz Mahmud Hudayi Sir, who said, Ya Rasulullah, your forehead is the moon, your face is the sun. Whoever saw your face was honored. Allah has bestowed on you the title of Rahmatalil Alameen. All four books came as poems in praise of your purity. Ya Rabbi, let me be from those who are always in praise of that Prophet and let the gates of my heart be thrown open through his sugar-sweet description. From the time the ummah has been under the shade of that Padishah of the Deen, mercy reached us and we have been safe from trouble. This Ahmad has lost his mind and has spent his life in the dream of reuniting with you the rose-perfumed one. May peace and blessings be upon him and upon his noble family, his blessed companions, especially upon the Fakhul Afar Rashidin, Hazreti Ubaka Siddiq, Hazreti Omar Faruk, hazrat Usman al-Ghani and Hazreti Ali al-Murtaza and all those who follow them until the last day. May peace and blessings be upon our grand sheikhs, the mashaikh of Haq. May peace and blessings be upon the Ottoman sultans, the protectors of Islam. May Allah love those who love them. May Allah disgrace those who hate them. And may Allah hasten the return of their rights to them. Ya ayuhal mu'minun, O believers, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying in Surah Al-Mulk, Rahim. Blessed is he in whose hand is the kingdom, and he is all-powerful over all things. He who created death and life to test which of you is best indeed and he is the exalted in might the forgiving Sallallahu <laughs> azim this past, this life, and our death is a test and as with every test there will be those who pass the test and those who fail the test our Shaykh Sahib al say, Shaykh Abdul Karim al-Kibri Allah Sir, is saying You have been created to live for Allah and to die for Allah. And everything is finishing except one thing. When the last call is calling to you saying, Did he pass the test? Did he get his card? There are two ways going out from this world. The graveyard is there. The box is out there. Are you looking? Are you watching? Thinking? Yes, I'm going to be there one day. If you take that seriously, then you have to shake up to say, What am I doing? Definitely I didn't pass the test. Definitely my lifestyle is not what the Holy Prophet is showing. Then you will shake yourself up to put yourself back to the line. Then you will forget about the problems of this world. Sahibul al speak the truth. Are we living at least with the awareness to know that we are under the test and that we must prepare for that test? Are we just living like robots or animals, eating, drinking, reproducing and dying? We must all at least live with the intention to live for Allah and to die for Allah every day. first hadith that Imam Nawawi put in his Arbaeen is that, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim on the authority of amir al muminin Hazrat Abu Hafs Umar ibn al-Khattab who said I heard Rasulullah say All actions are according to intentions and everyone will get what he intended Whoever makes Hijrah with intention for Allah and His Messenger His Hijrah will be for the sake of Allah and His Messenger and whoever made hijra for worldly gain or to marry a woman then his Hijrah will be for the sake of whatever he migrated for. And the Prophet of Allah will speak the truth. This is something here for all of us, especially for the murids of this order. We have all made the Hijrah we have made the Hijrah to be here, to be with our Shah. What was the intention? And what is the intention now? Because intentions change. Watch your actions, because the actions will inform the intention. Watch your intention, and watch your actions every day. What is this hijra here for? For dunya, you will get that. For Allah... You will get that. Your intention and your actions must be according to your guides. It cannot be according to your own understanding and just your ego. This hadith is one of the foundations of our religion. This hadith is showing one of the biggest realities that our actions in the end are going to be judged according to the intention behind them. Even if you did the best action, if your intention was wrong, or your intention has changed, you will not be safe. And even if you did broken actions, if your intention was right, or if your intention changed from wrong to right, you will be in safety inshallah. Sahihullah Sahih is saying, are we busy with dunya? Or are we busy with maulah? If you are busy with dunya, you are a loser. If you're busy with maula, you are a winner. Are you fixing? Are you busy with fixing your ego? Are you busy with fixing your ego? Or are you busy with something else, with somebody else? If you're busy with fixing your ego, you are the winner again. If you're busy with who says what, what he says, what he did, you are a loser again. If you're busy with your ego, even if you're not making progress today, at least... You are looking at yourself. You are saying what I did today. What I did today, all is wrong again. Of course, if you find one right thing, you let me know. I'm going to follow you that time because everything I'm looking at also is wrong. But at least, at least we have make our intentions right because your deeds is according to your intention. If your intention is good, then slowly your deeds is going to become good too. If your intention is not good, no good means it is not for the sake of Allah. If it is for the sake of your ego, it is no good. We have to ask ourselves, are we the winner today? Did we win today? 24 hours passed. Did we check what we did today? Why did we live? Where did we go? What did we say? Who did we say it to? What? action we did for Allah's sake. Did you walk in the street? Did you take a stone and move it to the corner because you think it may damage somebody? That is a good action. That is something that you do. So that's what we have to look. If you live for Allah's sake today, at least if your intention was to live for Allah's sake, and you sit down and you calculate your deeds. You see you didn't do too much. But at least, at least your intention was right. You are a winner. Your today must be better than yesterday then. As Holy Prophet is saying, if you did the good action today, and you sit down and you calculate yourself, you understand that you did wrong and you accepted it, your tomorrow is going to become better. You're going to force yourself for tomorrow, that time. You're going to wake up from that carflat station. Our Shaykh speaks the truth. And his words are teaching us how to live our life awake and aware with the intention to live for Allah, for his prophet and for his friends if we live without that intention we are lost our actions and our intentions will not be accepted but if we live with a proper intention with our hearts awake, trying, struggling even if we fall short Allah will forgive us inshallah Shia Efendi is saying that even if we didn't do too much if your intention was right then you are the winner Living with a clean intention is a favor from our Lord. The enemy of man, the enemy of our father Adam who made a promise, a promise to Allah, swearing to Allah to lead all of us to hellfire, that cursed one, Shaitan, he is always trying to take that favor away from us, He's working with the ego inside of us to take away our good intentions to distract us, to mislead us, to confuse us, and to make us to be busy with something else. Shai is saying, what is this Naqshbandi Tariqat is saying to us? Shai Naqshbandi Qadosh Sir is saying, 12 1,000 times these words, 12,000 associations he is making through this way. And what else he is saying to us when we are in this way? Don't go bothering anyone. And don't be bothered by anyone. That is the foundation of our Tariqat. Yes, people today, as we said, as you know, they like to bother others. Because they didn't find themselves yet. And we are busy with nonsense, Malayani. If you are busy with Malayani, it is a sign showing to you. Holy Prophet is saying that Allah doesn't love you. And when you are busy with somebody else other than you, you are going to make fitna and confusion. You are going to backbite. All other things is going to come with it. Everything is going to come. Now these are heavy words. Malayani be busy with things that don't concern you Malayani is a sign that Allah doesn't love us so what knowledge concerns us? fixing ourselves knowing ourselves, knowing our nafs, knowing our tricks and traps knowing and learning from a guide, obeying and understanding from a guide because you cannot know yourself by yourself. Once we know that, slowly, we will know Allah. Anything that takes us away from working on our ego, anything that takes us away from working on our ego, that makes us busy with other people, that makes us busy with dunya, that makes us to forget that we are dirty and we need to clean ourselves, that is Malayani. And if our life sinks into that, then we can know that Allah does not love us Sultanul Awliya is explaining this in very plain language saying we are so useless ones ya Ramaz. like naughty children doing so many useless things and Allah didn't create us for doing useless things but for doing something useful He wants us to do something beneficial not nonsense things you see it with children when they are naughty bad-mannered rebellious or even nasty they are disliked when they are naughty bad-mannered rebellious or even nasty they are disliked and not beloved no one likes naughty or bad-mannered children and also Allah doesn't like such servants may Allah not make us to be from them but to be from the good ones. This is a big honour. So when we are busy with Malayani, it's a sign that we do not have the love of Allah. But what is a sign that Allah does love a person? Imam Al-Ghazali is giving us a hadith of the Holy Prophet who said, when Allah wishes to favour a servant, He reveals his bad characteristics to him. When Allah wishes to favour a servant, Allah will open his bad characteristics to him. And Imam Ghazali explains this hadith saying, And for this knowledge there are ways. The highest way is for him to be in the hands of a shaykh and follow his orders. That is the highest method and the noblest. But sadly, those who follow this way are very few and far between in this time. And he was writing hundreds of years ago. So if Allah is showing us our ego, our bad character, it is a sign of his love, his favor. And Hujat al-Islam is saying that the most noble way to learn this is through a shaykh. So for those who are running to tariqats, running to shaykhs to fix their ego because they understand the bad characteristics, it is in reality a sign of Allah's love for him. Don't get mistaken thinking that you are running to Allah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who is running to you. And the best way to learn and to fix our bad character, it is to learn it from a Shaykh. Alhamdulillah to Allah for guiding us to the noblest of the noblest way, the Osman al-Naqshbandi way. And our master, Sahib al-Saif and Sultan al-Awliya, they are teaching us how to discipline that ego that comes to us. To teach us bad manners and bad characteristics, saying, you are running to fulfill the desires of your ego. The desire of the ego is not just eating and drinking and running after the pleasure. The desire of the ego says, I have to be the winner. Doesn't matter right or wrong. That's what the ego is claiming. That is what ego is running to say. Isn't it what that one is saying? That one. I have to be right. That's why ego declares lordship to Allah. Allah is saying, Who are you? And who am I? You are you and I am me, the ego is saying. That's what the ego said. So if you don't know the tricks and the traps, you are going to fall in it. And exactly what's happening to us, we are falling in it. Ego wants to be the winner. Everyone's ego all have the same characteristics, wants to be the winner, wants to be on top, but it cannot be. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has one protocol on the face of the earth too, which everyone is looking is the hereafter. Everyone is going to be king in their own kingdom. In this world, it is something else. This world, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made some people to follow someone. And those ones, they are following someone else, always following protocol. From the beginning of Adam alayhi salam until Muhammad alayhi salam until now. Until judgment day So if the man is not following He is following his ego He is going to worship to his ego The ego cannot accept servanthood Never The ego is worse than shaitan Shaitan accepts that he is a servant A disobedient servant But the ego will never accept servanthood In the Divine Presence, the ego did not accept to be a servant, but declared its own Lordship. And in trying to be the only winner, the ego brings a man to become a loser in the Divine Presence. Man is a servant. Working on that ego, learning that ego, and becoming free from its slavery in order to become the servant of Allah. It is a sign of Allah's love on that person. And Alhamdulillah that we have been blessed to be in Sahib Al-Sayyid's way, which he himself called the association of servanthood Shaikh is saying 21 years ago when so many people are attacking him and his jamaat Shaikh is saying when Allah Jalla created Adam he asked him what is your name, who are you? what is the name of Adam? he's saying Ya Rabbi I am nameless and I'm nobody That is the perfect station of the man to be in. I am nobody. Trying to be nobody. You and I, we are nobody. If Allah is here, Hazir and Nazir, we are nothing. These kinds of teachings I've learned from my grandshef for all my life. He's concentrating on ego, on his ego and our ego. He never praised himself and he never let others to praise him higher always saying we are servants we are nobody to be a servant serving who? being obedient to who? to Allah going all the way low putting your head down saying Ya Rabbi I'm so low in your presence ego is the one that is going to take us to Jahannam if we don't hold the reins of our ego our ego is going to make us into wild animals worse than the animals because that is the characteristic of the ego if we want to reach to high stations to spiritual stations we have to step on our ego when Bayazid Bestami said Ya Rabbi, how can I come to you? how can I reach to you? he heard a voice in his heart saying to him it is very easy Ya Bayazid take out your ego Remove yourself from the ego, step on it, your ego has the power to bring you high. When you step on it, not to take your ego and put it under your shoulder and carry the ego, the Allah are teaching us how we're going to hold the reins of our ego, and which side we're going to turn our ego to, not to kill our ego. You cannot kill your ego. Your ego is going to die when you are going to die. You're going to have a constant fight with your ego every day. Every day, fighting with your ego. Then you are looking for high stations. So fight with your ego. When you are concentrating on your ego, that time it doesn't matter who is attacking you. The whole world may attack you. It doesn't matter. You will be satisfied. You will be happy with your station. Because you know you are Abdullah. That is a title that we're looking for. We're not looking for any other title. For Allah to say, that's my Abdullah. And the judgment day to say, come to my presence, my Abdullah, my servant. Not to say, come to the presence, oh creature, no. My Abdullah, my servant. This is what we are looking for. This is what I am looking for. This is what I'm trying to teach my ego. And anything you think you're going to learn from me, this is what you're going to learn from me. Nothing else. If you think I'm going to praise your ego, well, think again, because I'm not going to praise your ego. Because I'm not your enemy. I'm your friend. If I would be your enemy, then I would be praising your ego, saying, oh, how great you are. It's very easy to say foolish words. It's not too many left in this world to say to you this way, if you are coming to me, For me, to praise your ego, you are going to find something else. Don't come to this association that time. If you want to be a servant to Allah, come. The door is open to you. This association is open to everybody. Anybody who comes, they are welcome to come. Anybody who doesn't want to come, they are welcome not to come. I'm not going to sit down and cry because you are not coming. No, I will not do that. Inshallah, I'm asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from now until I give this life of breath back to Him to keep me in Siratul Mustaqim and to keep me in the association of the Grand Sheik where they learn and they teach, where they learn the tricks of the ego and teach them where they try to be the obedient servants to Allah. This is what you're going to hear from me. Until you die and until I die, I want to be one of the grandsons of Adam when he said, when Allah asked him, what is your name and who are you? He said, Ya Rabbi, I have no name and I am nobody. This is what I'm concentrating on. These words are enough for anyone with intelligence, with faith, with modesty. Our Shaykh blessed us with this way. And He blessed us for this way to continue. Our lives continue. But don't forget, this is the association of servanthood. Every day, live to serve. Not yourself, not your ego. Every day, live to serve, to become a servant to Allah, to His Prophet and to the believers. Every day, make intention to become more servant. With that intention, even without dirtiness even with our mistakes, even with our failures, they will look at us and say, this one is trying, inshallah. We are hoping for mercy. We're ending with the Dua of our Grand sheikh saying, Aman Ya Rabbi, Aman Ya Rabbi, don't expel us from your servanthood, Tawbah Ya Rabbi, Tawbah Astaghfirullah. Let us say Bismillah, Rahmanir Rahim in every door, opens for us. Ease comes to our bodies. Our illnesses go away. Our troubles, sorrows, and hardness may be taken away. May we sing like birds, saying, O Lord, we love you. We love your prophet. May we love you, Ya Rabbi. May we love you, Ya Rabbana. O Ashiks, say this, awaken the people. May we be awakened, Ya Rabbi, Send us a sultan who will awaken us. May you send us the holy ones who will teach us your beautiful ways. We are left on our own, and our lives are spent in slavery. Forgive us, ya Allah. Forgive us, ya Allah. Forgive us, ya Allah, for the honor of your beloved. Bi hurmati sirri surat al-Fatiha. Don't leave us to our dirty ego, ya Rabbi. Tauba, ya Rabbi. Tauba, esta'fi Allah. Amen. 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 Esta'fi Allah. Istabhi Allah. استغفر <تصفيق> الله وله لا اله الا الله وحده لا لا اله الا الله لا
0: يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما